Uh, welcome to the Cause I Have To podcast when living your dream is the only option. Episode I love it. 104. <laughs> and we've got a whole new, I don't know if you guys can see this. You'll have to check out our uh, amazing Instagram page at Cause I Have To podcast. But we've got a new immersive view happening for this fantastic promo. Yes, we are very immersive right now. Maybe a little too. Okay, our guest this week, Eden Dozier, center center frame here. Uh, <laughs> Eden was surrounded by creative people growing up, a family of artists, including her mother and father, and also her uncle, Lamont Dozier, a well-known Motown songwriter. He was part right. of writing Baby Love, Stop in the Name of Love. Uh, Eden is a portrait photographer and artist. She loves helping and connecting with people community and she finds herself to be most helpful to others when she's operating at her highest self do you feel like you're operating at your highest self right now eden i'm in i'm getting i'm ascending right now i'm ascending (laughs) (laughs) all right we're gonna find out how eden has evolved and what keeps her following her truest passions that's coming up Welcome to the Cause I Have To podcast. When living your dream is the only option. Welcome to season two. We are your hosts. I'm Jason Friday. I'm Julie Slater. This podcast is about facing your fears, digging deep inside yourself, and following your passions. We hope to give you a push to live your dreams. Now let's get back to it. And we're back. All right. How does everyone like the gallery, our gallery view here? For those of you just tuning in on audio, uh, we are filming this on Zoom, and there is an immersive gallery view you can use. Uh, we'll be posting promos at Cause I Have To Podcast on Instagram. Do we call it Eden's Gallery? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Isn't it nice that you are a I photographer and we have a gallery for <laughs> We're you? We're in my gallery. I love it. It's perfect. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Which one's your favorite that you've done, Eden? That's like, that's, that's asking me to pick a favorite child (laughs) of which I have none. (laughs) Of which are none I have. Except for that, the the one you saw earlier cleaning himself. Oh yes, we did just see her cat in the background (laughs) and he was giving himself a special clean. That is not... In special spots. Yes, it sure was special. It was, I should have gotten the the camera out on that one. (laughs) I know. God, you make some money for us. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about um, how was it? I guess, first of all, I feel like that's Jason also grew up with a lot of creative people. Well, you guys grew up together. um, But growing up with a lot of creative creative people surrounding you, what did your mom Mm -hmm. and dad do in the arts? Well, my parents actually both met in the music industry. My dad is a producer and engineer, has been for, you know, almost a century. No, he's he's been in the industry <laughs> a good a good 50 plus years, still working today. Oh, and wow. he actually met my mother at ABC Studios in the 70s. And she was kind of interning there and she played guitar and she sang. She used to tour the the whole West Coast, actually making a living by doing that. And, um, you know, born and raised in Hollywood, landed back up here and um, met 
my dad and they just kind of hit it off and blah, 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 you know? <laughs> and, um, and she, you know, she's been singing and playing guitar. She's, she's sold most of her guitars at this point, but she used to have like a very extensive collection of about 15 to 20 guitars and, you know, all sorts of music growing up and every kind of genre. And, and of course, when I was younger, I hated it because it was what my mom liked. But then right, as right. I understood what good music was, I was like, oh, okay, this is, she knows what she's talking about. You know, <laughs> what Did about you have- corn and limp biscuit though? Oh, no. those babies. <laughs> what about corn and limp biscuit? Yeah. What no. about them? nothing why did you bring them up because that was the music no, we, we liked yeah. and then yeah oh, we did used you? to listen did to you? corn yeah all this limp biscuit corn i'm kind of embarrassed Salmon. to say i don't mind corn but limp biscuit, limp biscuit. is very embarrassing limp biscuit to admit definitely to. took a turn yeah yeah yeah, yeah they did they did corn corn slipknot cool. remember yeah, my slipknot lunchbox oh, oh man yeah that's Who so was funny I? that you like that heavy music i yeah I'm into that, into that, uh, heavy stuff, punk rock, obviously Slipknot is not punk rock, but yeah. Wait, what? What? It's not. <laughs> so did you ever get into songwriting or any of that? Or you just I didn't. Did it? I, I was, I kind of was raised a lot on my off time when I wasn't in school, I would be at my dad's studio and just kind of, you know, absorb all of that. But it was never something that I had the balls to do. There was, I think there was something inside of me, like when I was younger, I was like, you know what? I don't think I'm, I'm going to measure up to the rest of the people in my family. So yeah. I'm not going to even attempt it as much. I still, I obviously of course have such an affinity for music and, um, somewhat of a, like a, a knack for it. It's just never the avenue I dove into, you know, and yeah. you know, that might change. Who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm into everything and you don't know until you know. Yeah. So when did you um, end up getting into photography? I think I read in your bio at like age eight, you started taking pictures or something. Yeah. So after my mom um, decided to be a mother and not tour, she um, just got into insurance and she was doing car insurance forever. And part of that was you take a Polaroid and when somebody submits a claim, you go and take a Polaroid picture. And that was my, I was like, Oh, what is this about? And I would just kind of mess around with it. And, you know, of course get in trouble for doing that. But then growing up, I would take a lot, a lot, a lot of photos. I had all those disposable cameras that you'd buy at thrifty Rite Aid, Rite Aid. I'm dating myself. Um, (laughs) um, and save um, on no, yeah. Say pick and save. Um, I, and I would, you know, every time we'd hang out with friends, I had the disposable camera or at parties and, you, you know, he used to have friends practice in my garage when I, when I lived up in, in the foothills and, um, just snapping kind of went whenever. And, um, it was always kind of something I fell back into. Cause I, I have always been this creative person. I paint, I draw, um, I like to write and, photography was just something that was always kind of on the back burner that I never really took seriously. Um, but something I've always dabbled in for forever. And, um, probably I think five, five, six years now I've been doing it professionally when I I decided, I was like, you know what, let me just take this one. I really like this one and let me do this. And that's kind of what got me into photography. You have some really 
beautiful portrait photography, your website, Eden Dozier, D-O-Z-I-E-R.com. If people want to check it out while they listen along, uh, what got you into portrait as opposed to, you know, landscape or whatever, any other kind of photography? I mean, really, it's it's the connection that I make with somebody because I really, really, really like talking to people and I love different perspectives. Like I love opposing perspectives. I just like to talk to people. And um, the connection that I noticed I started making with people, I like would be a total stranger that I would shoot. And then all of a sudden we're like, let's go have lunch and let's have like create this friendship with one another. And I just like when two people can kind of connect on a sort of creative frequency and create together. Cause it's not, you know, obviously it's not just me doing it. It's, it's, there's two people sort of creating this image together. And, um, I just like that, just the energy of that feels really dope, you know? Yeah. I will say that I was probably one of the uh, first inspirers of Eden knowing her 30 years now, almost. Uh, if you look in her photo albums, I'm in it quite often with my magical bird in your face. You guys can't see this, but he's putting up his middle finger. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. That Jason's was my signature. Yeah, that was my <laughs> signature. Uh, it's just, I'm just like going back in time because as you were saying all that stuff, you know, take a photos of bands and stuff. Yep, my band, we were playing your garage and stuff. Yep. And we <laughs> That's so we were just hanging out. I mean, it felt like, well, I guess it was every day outside of school even. It was a lot as well. Yeah. I'll have to pull some of those out and email them over to you because they're great. You, you got to do it. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's we so took long. some ridiculous photos. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but that was the beginning. The beginning of a magical journey. And here we are today speaking on a podcast, this wonderful <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it does seem like, uh, you know, some people find themselves in a spot where they're like, oh, I don't even know what to do. I don't know what to pursue. I don't have anything I like. And sometimes I, I think it's really that people overthink it because I like people have interests even, you know, sometimes they say, go back to your childhood. Like, what did you like doing as a child? And I always say like, even go, go get crayons and draw on a coloring book and like, like, like take steps that just like, what did I really love to do? And, you know, you were like, I don't know why, but I just kept taking these Polaroid pictures and all that. So I don't know, it's kind of neat how it's just kind of ingrained in you. And maybe in some ways you don't have a choice because it's so in you, like, oh, this is what I need to pursue, you know? Totally. You yeah. Totally. And, you know, without trying to sound too woo-woo, it's it was very much like the universe kept, like, putting me on this path, you know? And, like, yeah. okay, you keep falling into the photography thing. Hello, you know? <laughs> maybe try it. Woo-woo, hello. It. Yeah. yeah. And then I realized like, oh, I like doing this. And I was like, oh, oh, I guess this, this is something I'm passionate about, you know, because I, I definitely was very confused for a long time. Sometimes I still am, <laughs> but you know, I, I was very much that, what do I do? What do I want to do? How, like, what's my path in life? And, and, um, how do I live at my, my best self and my highest self and all that? And absolutely. I was, I was, you know, of a victim of that but um it was just something that I was like okay I'm gonna come keep coming back I'm gonna pursue this I think I really I think I think I uh, excuse me I'm getting tongue-tied I think I really enjoy this yeah. and I do 
Yeah, I mean, it shows. Thank you. Yeah. What do you think? Um, it seems like I didn't know you from before. We had just met like a week or two ago. And what do you think? It seems like you've had some type of transformation for yourself that really opened yourself up to really pursuing this. Like, what do you think helped you get to where you are now with your with yourself and like your, I guess, spirituality and, you know, you're talking about evolution and. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, um, <clears throat> really did have a, a big transformation, um, about three years ago. Um, I used to be quite overweight and I lost a bunch of weight. I, you know, getting a little bit vulnerable, I realized I was actually quite a very sad person. Mm -hmm. And, and it was one of those things where I didn't realize that I was sad until I wasn't sad anymore. Wow. And, um, so looking back at things, I was, I was very kind of lost spiritually, didn't really know, you know, what my path was. And, um, I started going in and I was like in, in internally and, um, figuring out who I was and, um, not that I didn't know who I was, but it was more of like an establishment of like, okay, this, yes, this, okay. The, like these bullet points, sorry, I hit my mic. These bullet points of who I am, this is, this is me like, and all this, there's all this noise that I had to kind of clear out and, um, you know, get rid of the sadness that I was feeling. And I was just physically, you know, physically holding on to this mass of, of extra weight. And, um, that was sort of the starting point for me um, <clears throat> into realizing what was making me happy now that the sadness was gone. Cause I was able to like have clarity um, and, you know, think back retrospectively of like, okay, well, what is it that I like to do? And, and who, who am I going to be? And, and like, okay, I'm going to be myself at the most, um, extreme expression of who I am at all times. And it's like a take it or leave it kind of a thing. And, um, that's, what's kind of started me on the, on the, the path of, of where I am today professionally was, was finding that I was sad. And then, eradicating the sadness so to how speak did, I mean but how like it seems like all of a sudden you're like not sad anymore and you realize how sad you were but then how how did you lose you know release all that sadness like what um what, what's the trick do you have a trick yeah Eden what's your <laughs> trick is there a pill is there a pill by any chance <laughs> well I got That's Invisalign like a and I couldn't eat and I'm just kidding <laughs> Do we need to wire our mouth shut for five months? Just That's wire. one question. That's it. That's the And ticket. will that make us <laughs> No, well, I, 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 so I had a lot of like, uh, like existential kind of stuff um, in my, let's see, I guess I was probably 24, 25 for a good five years. I was like, what, who, what, like, what am I spiritually speaking? And, um, once I kind of got in tune with who I was in terms of the spiritual person and realizing that I was a spiritual person through meditation, I do a lot of TM meditation, um, and, um, realizing, you know, kind of getting the basis of who I was and recognizing 
um, all of those things that had made me sad and actually bringing them to the forefront and, and confronting them, so to speak, and realizing like, okay, well that had happened to me, or I did that, or I was the cause of that or whatever it was. And really kind of getting out of my own way in it and, and releasing it and, um, letting it be okay. Like that happened. Let what, what, what else can you do? How, how do we move on from it? You know? And I met somebody, um, who's actually a friend of mine, her, her cousin, I met her and she was very, very spiritual person. And she kind of put me on that path a little bit of, in terms of like recognizing these, these things. And she saw, she saw that I was sad without even knowing me. She saw that I was sad. And it's funny. Cause I'll look back at old photos of myself and I'm like, Holy shit. I was sorry. Can I cuss? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty girl. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um, and I would, I'd look back at these old photos of myself and I still, I'll go through them in my phone sometimes. And I'm like, Holy fuck. Like I was so, I could see it in my eyes. Yeah. The, the change it's like, it's really remarkable. And, and I'll show friends of mine and stuff and, and they're like, Oh wow. Yeah. I didn't even realize. Yeah. I see it now. Yeah. Now that you mention it, you know, because of course, like ostensibly with my friendships back then, I was never like the sad mopey girl, which I've never been. I've always like embraced humor, you know, but that doesn't, you know, if when you're depressed, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not depressed just because you like to laugh, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's kind of where that started in terms of the weight loss thing. And then no, like literally like no joke when I got braces, I was like, it took my mind to go like, Oh, I put my race and I had my Invisalign in and like these little incremental changes. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I, well, if I do little changes throughout, like, like working out or changes in my diet, like they, like change does happen. So I, it was, it's small habits and then small habits became actual like foundational support for the weight loss. And it was just losing weight and exercising and taking it slow, not beating myself up and, um, being mindful. That's probably the most simplistic way to put it. It was just being super mindful of what I was doing throughout the day. Um, and I, I, you know, I lost 120 pounds altogether, which is awesome. A person, you know, a whole other person. That's, That's so incredible. rad. Yeah. Thanks. I feel like I need to lose 120 pounds. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, could, I could I could lose like 30 or 40. I'm just saying it's just I, I feel it. Though. And everything you just said, I actually do get. Um, I've always loved, uh, well, laughing as well. And ha ha ha. Then you're like, oh, shit. OK, wow. And the older you get, I think it does affect you a little bit more than as if you're a kid or whatever, you know. Totally. Um, and also eating more affects you too, as opposed Absolutely. to when you're younger, you could eat a ton and it won't do as much harm. Completely. <laughs> that comfort food is no joke. Yeah. It is no joke. Seriously. That's why I'm kind of joking, but not. I need to try and hone in on it and work on that. There you go. Well, you got somebody to talk to if you need it. If you I know need I some do. Weight loss support. <laughs> Yeah, we do need some weight loss support. <laughs> we, no, for real, we do. We 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 were on uh, a good trend a few years back and then lost it. 
for yeah, many let's reasons. Let's go hiking together, guys. Yeah. Yay. I do like hiking. We also bought paddle boards. Yeah. Ooh, cool. Yeah, it's fun. Do you guys surf? Just no. paddle boarding for now. Yeah. Awesome. Love that. Are you a surfer? No, but I really, really want to be. Uh-huh. We have a close. So I was going to ask you to teach me. <laughs> Our friend Christina, oh. who was on the podcast, was a big surfer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh! You met her husband at the party, Greg. Oh yeah, Greg. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, you really <laughs> do you feel like, and I feel like this is a common story. Once you realized you needed to work on yourself, and you started doing it, did things then just like open up easily? It, I feel like it, it would. Yeah. Short answer. Yes, completely. Like I, I'm definitely of the belief that we are the creators of our own destiny and you know, it's, it all starts with us like good, bad, like all any situation we find ourselves in it's us, you know, and we like at any moment have the power and the ability to just go, you know what? I don't like this path. I don't like this trajectory. I'm going to backtrack and I'm going to, I'm going to do something different because what I'm doing is not what I'm into and that's it. And so, yeah, absolutely. I was very much like, okay, what am I doing in this situation? And it's funny, there's this Carl Jung quote that's um, it's, I'm paraphrasing, but it's um, that which irritates us about others leads us to an understanding of oneself. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> and yeah. so I would kind of like find these points in like other people that were being mirrors to me and realizing like, oh, that's me. Oh, it's me. Oh, okay. So how do I, how do I turn this around? And just like creating the self-awareness um, or not creating it, like un- unveiling it really. And like, you know, kind of pulling all the the rubble off of it yeah. and, and realizing like, okay, you're fucking up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> how do we turn this, turn this around and how do yeah. we, you know, get this on the path that we want to be on so you can really experience true happiness, you know? And of course that's like, I, I'm not sitting up here on, in an ivory tower by myself, like this super happy person. <laughs> I'm so like, happy, everyone. Like, guys, listen to me. I'm the happiest, you know, yeah. <laughs> none of, none of that bullshit for sure. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But there's definitely like, I, I see that I see the the path now, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, let me just keep going down this, this way. Yeah. No, I think that... a big thing too is, is taking, sometimes you can overwhelm yourself, whether it's weight loss or working on a craft or whatever. And you're like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to join the gym and go to the gym seven days a week. Like, I think with any of this stuff. It's just taking a first step. And and like you said, not beating yourself up. Even if it's about pursuing a dream, you know, take it day by day and just keep kind of working on it instead of like, oh, I have to be the greatest, you know, artist of all time or whatever. That's Absolutely. Yeah. That's it. You know, it's got to be sustainable, you know, because of course we get excited about something and I've done that, gone to the gym for two and a half hours and like, try like just okay if I'm here longer I'll lose weight quicker that's not how that works you know (laughs) the longer I'm here the more I'll shed go (laughs) get shredded yes (laughs) um but yeah it was just like that's that's not how how that 
it's not sustainable. There's got to be a sustainability for it, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, no. um, were you going to say anything else, Jason? No, no, I was just going to continue on about sustain. Well, uh, you know, when we were we were doing um, what was it like twenty one day fix type of thing, but we did it for like six months almost, four months, oh, cool. seven days a week, which oh, was yeah. Very we working very, out every single day, and it was a I guess lot. We, I think we set that up maybe as a negative because I was like, I'm not going to do this forever. Like I'm not working out every day for the rest of my life. So right. I knew like it wasn't going to stick, and then we did it for so long that it like got so annoying. And I was like, forget it. Yeah. And yeah. Then I didn't work out at all. Well, yeah, you get the you get the burnout, you know, because yeah. if, if like the the small habits thing, that's a, that's a big deal. Is creating the small little habits and the small changes because then it gears you up to like have like actual change, right? But and that's that I mean, change stays. Yeah, yeah hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Do you ever think of being a life coach of any sort? Because I feel like you would be a fantastic one. Really, that's so dope. No, I've never thought about that. <laughs> I love guys. That. Guys, is that real? Yeah, guidance. Yeah. Guidance. <laughs> Eden. <Guidance>. Guidance. <laughs> yes. Uh, I so, love that. That's such a yeah. cool thing to say. Thank you. Yeah. No, it seems like you've really gone through a lot of, um, like you were saying, self discovery, and also, I mean, a physical transformation, but really a mental transformation. Yeah. Totally. Um, and spiritual, I guess, even oh, too. Yeah. A, a little bit of everything, I think. Completely. Yeah. Completely. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like the so I like the little take little parts thing because then it's like cool. That's like uh, levels of gradient where you're not like going. I need to be from level one to a hundred now. Right. Well, we're so like ingrained societally to think like instant gratification now, 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 now. Like we yeah. have like this ADD culture that we live in where it's like, oh, if you didn't do it now, it's done. You know, and yeah. that's not that is like the least sustainable thing to do and like and i'm guilty of it i still have like issues with instant gratification completely and i still have to like think and be present in the moment of like you're not it's not going to happen at this moment you have to work towards it and like all these little steps and all of these little changes that you have to make and real and also another thing that i'm learning about that is like still stay on the path but have no attachment to the final result because then you're just like i'm chilling and you're happy and it's not you're not stressed out about it yeah i will say you should be a guidance counselor (laughs) (laughs) no i mean seriously though i have coaching even i could even i'll i'll say yeah dude like you're still eden but you're more eden than you've ever been oh i love that yeah seriously i mean you know i've known you 30 years almost i think i could I think I could say like, yeah, yeah, sure. From teenage to twenties to thirties to, you know, and the, and the change that you have created on yourself is, is insanely amazing for real. Like Thank big you. time. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's a real, that's real. I'm, that's really a, a really touching, big compliment for me. Sure. Huge. Thank you. Yeah, I really, really welcome. appreciate that. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, boy. Okay, guys. Right. Yep. Uh, we are in the part of the program where it's five o'clock somewhere. We ask you five quick questions to get to know you a little bit better. Eden, okay. are you ready for this challenge? I'm ready. Okay. Uh, question number one. Um, name your favorite photographer and why. Ooh, my favorite. Um, 
there's few, a few for different reasons. I don't know if I can pick one, but can if I can name them really quickly. Yeah, go um, ahead. I, I, old photographer, I love Deanne Arbus. I love like old punk rock photographers, Edward Culver, Glenn Ian Friedman. Um, a newer photographer that I like, uh, Peter Fisher. Um, probably those, and those would probably be my favorite at the moment. Um, I know some of the, are those all portrait art uh, photographers or not? Um, uh, Culver and Friedman are more like uh, live rock. They, they both do portrait too, They but they are kind of more well known for like, they're just like live punk rock photography. Um, and Peter Fisher is portrait and Deanne Arbus is also portrait. Yeah, um, yeah she's, she's amazing. I love the intimacy of her, of her portraits. Um, so that's probably why I'd like her the most is the intimacy and the unusualness of her, of her photography. Uh, Um, and like, it's very unexpected as portrait work. And, um, the others, I just like the energy of, of like punk rock photography of, of Culver and Friedman. Um, like you feel like you're there when you look at the photo and Peter Fisher, he's just got a really interesting eye. He's like, you can, he's very active in his photography. It's not like, like he'll have some where he's spinning around with somebody and taking a photo and and you can see the activeness in the in in the shot which i just i think it's so cool um yeah that sounds rad shit yeah it's really cool those are so those are the the ones that i can think of off the top of my head but there's plenty more where that comes from (laughs) all right we're moving on everybody uh question number question number two you get to choose to one vacation which would it be a Disney World cruise, ziplining in Costa Rica, meditating in Thailand, hiking in Alaska, or a historical tour in Pompeii. Oh shit! Um, a toss-up between Costa Rica and Thailand, I think nice. for me. There you the, go. The cru- the cruise sounds like more like hell to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> Julie and I would say the same thing. We're like, hell, you want to go on a cruise? Does no. it look like we want to go on a cruise? Yeah. Especially a Disney cruise. Good yeah. I much prefer death. Can I pick death? <laughs> <laughs> it's death that is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, uh, question shit. number three. You and Jason grew up together. What's one of your funniest memories about Jason as a kid? And if it's embarrassing, that's even better. Oh my god, all of the memories are funny. We we had a blast. Like we were always yeah. laughing, messing around. Apparently I was an asshole for a period of time, which I'm so sorry about. God, I can't How I that really possible, I, Eden. I hey, I was finding myself. I didn't know who I was yet. Well, and he was always flipping you off, so yeah. maybe he deserved it. It was it probably I probably started it. Yeah, exactly. That's so oh, that's funny. funny. No, you didn't start it. I was just being no. a little witch. Um, but I, <laughs> my favorite memory, geez, um, God, we, like seriously have so many. Um, yeah, it's on, that's why we came up with this question because it would be damn near impossible. <laughs> I know, geez. I mean, I have memories of you teaching me how to skateboard and oh, like yeah. bre- breaking my ass, which was great. <laughs> You know, that's, that's always a good time. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, God. I mean, that's good. That's a, that's a good answer. We'll move on, everybody. We'll move on. Skateboarding break, breaking your ass. Memories. Memories. Uh, yeah. Question number four. 
Okay, your family is from Detroit. Fago soda is made there. Have you tried it before? Never Fago. heard of it. Oh boy. Oh, disappointing. Jesus. Save okay. us all. No, You're like this is the podcast is now complete. Thank you and good night. <laughs> We're sponsored by Fago soda. <laughs> um, I mean, I love Fago. Delish. So continue, well, please, Jason. Yeah. What flavor would you choose then? Let's just go off of what you think would be good. Rock and rye, red pop, or cream soda? I always love a good cream soda. There you go. Right. But I also Perfect. like rye whiskey. Is it rye whiskey? No, no rock and rye. It's, it's oh. kind of like a, um, almost like a cherry Dr. Pepper, maybe. But it's oh, delicious yeah. with whiskey. It's my favorite. So. Oh yeah. yeah, we have had it with whiskey in Detroit. Ooh, that sounds. Ooh, that sounds even better. Yeah. It's a pretty yeah. tasty soda. Not that we're like big soda freaks, but it is a uh, nostalgic because I am from Detroit right. myself. So uh, Fago, sometimes you can get it sent to you, or it's oh, that's cool. Once in a while, you can find it in a store. It's pretty neat. I'm gonna get some on Amazon and yeah. try Do some it. Fago. Rock and ride. Okay, uh, question number five, our final question, Eden. What kind of mark do you hope to leave with your photography work? Oh, um, no big deal. What do you think? No biggie. <laughs> Just a little little tidbit. Um, yeah. Kind of mark do I want to leave? Um, I guess. I mean, the only thing I'd want to inspire people to do really would just be to find self-awareness. Um, and if that's done through looking at my portrait work, cool, you know, or if it's done listening to me on this podcast, cool, you know, that's just kind of, I want people to, to find themselves because I think a lot of problems are solved that way. Um, and self-awareness is like, the coolest thing ever yeah yeah so i, I mean I, I i don't know if that really answers the question of what kind of mark yeah. i want to leave but yeah, i like it yeah. I, yeah i think it does yeah absolutely cool all right well i loved hearing about your journey you've come so far can't wait to see where you're headed next uh your photos people can check them out at eden dozier d-o-z-i-e-r.com Eden, you've been a joy. It's been, I was so happy to meet you, and now it's so great to have you on the pod. We got to thank Greg and also Isaac, who were like at this party. They're like, hey, put her on the pod. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> I know. Our producers, our new producers of the exactly. podcast. I love it. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun to to talk with you guys. It's like you're in my living room here with me and my cat. <laughs> or, or, or we're on your wall. Yes, or we're on my wall in Azure my exactly. photography. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I love it. My moving art. <laughs> Hello. Well, thanks for being on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Kisses. Welcome to the Afterpod where we talk about our guest after she leaves the room. That is Eden. We told her we were going to talk some trash about her. Because <laughs> she's such a jerk. Didn't she seem like <laughs> such a jerk? Like anyone yeah. listening, you're like, wow, why did they have that jerk on here? What an idiot. I know. She's, she's... like the sweetest person in the world. And it's yeah. kind of neat. Like I, That was a neat interview because I actually didn't really know anything about her. Other than a little bit about, you know, she sent me her bio and stuff. But, you know, I could sense that she's definitely gone through a lot of transformation. And I had I had no idea yeah. that it was really 
even a big physical transformation. But it yeah. does make me think, you know, like we talk about you and I about how we've packed on some pounds. And I understand that um, in some of the work I've done, that that usually means something's not right, you know, with something going on mentally that's we're yeah. not connecting to ourselves in the best way possible. So I get it. And yeah, you know, we've gone through. So I don't want to. I don't want to give any excuses, but you know, definitely gone through some stuff. But I, I get it. Um, I definitely am ready to dig deeper into finding myself, like she said, and and I do believe it's like you do want to see immediate results in anything, but you got to take it day to day and step by step, and not overwhelm yourself and not beat yourself up about it. I really think she had a lot of great tips about you know not just because we discussed weight loss, but about pursuing your passions and your dreams and believing in yourself and and like she was, was saying the more she evolves herself the more she affects others it's true yeah yeah absolutely yeah. i mean that's why that's why i said what i said knowing her for almost 30 years and you said you know similar things i mean yeah she she is a example minimally um, just of of like you said, transformation, change, finding oneself, but then also like being a a freaking coach or something, like being someone that can help others. Yeah, something she hadn't thought about. What if we? I know. A new which is, path? but isn't that funny though? Someone yeah. who has changed, and she knows how much she has changed in many, many ways. Yeah. For the better, and even <laughs> even someone like that didn't even think about that Edith you're listening to this how dare thy okay <laughs> her portraits are really beautiful and it does take yeah. a certain person when you sit down to get I've had some photography sessions and ugh, sometimes you know not everybody loves yeah. when I had my first photography for like headshots and that I you, you like you think that these like Victoria's Secret models like it's so like oh all she does is sit there in sexy lingerie but actually looking really sexy even if you're like the most beautiful person in the world there's right. like a vulnerability to it that not everyone's comfortable with but the photographer changes everything because they really they are their gift is to open you up yeah and and, and to and capture a, yeah a side of you that maybe you weren't ready to expose that's right but also home. not only do they capture it and get you to do it they also see it happening yeah and that's how they which is why you know you're saying like man no kidding eden's shot i, I was okay about you though i think your shots are great I, I love some of these pictures that you've taken oh no i love the pictures themselves yeah. But I mean, my last, uh, let's give Michelle Shires, she did oh, yeah. some photos for show? me recently. And everyone I show them to are like, these are, these are absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but I, and I wasn't even feeling that great about myself, to be honest. But the, I thought the pictures were amazing. But no, I'm just saying, I, I sat down with a guy once and, and I think he literally said, like, you know, all right, you know, be sexy. I was like, huh? Be <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? I don't understand. We should have asked Edith. So, do you just sit there and go, Be hey, sexy? Show me your shoulders. 
why don't you take your top off? <laughs> um, oh my gosh, why this is reminding me of Dahmer. We just watched oh. the Dahmer series and how he always wanted to just take some photos. Yeah, just a couple of photos. Here's 50 bucks, which back in the day, you know, that would be like hundreds. He really gave a bad light on photography. Yeah, he really. I had a band member who did photography and he ended up getting accused of rape and ended up in prison. So he didn't watch out. Yeah, well, photography can lead to troubling things. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. No, I know. Well, we sidetracked. Uh, Eden yeah. is a beautiful person inside and out. Uh, she was really great to talk with. I, I feel like that conversation could be really helpful for someone listening who, I mean, it helped me push yeah. yourself forward uh really find out you're the one i mean that's the big thing you're the one standing in your way if you're not getting something you want or feeling right. the way that you want you are the one that has the key and the answers absolutely and like she said she grew up around music right her dad and her uncles i mean wrote these hit motown songs and was yeah. in the industry for decades and decades and decades as her dad still is um that was intimidating to her so she found something else that she liked that was yeah. still in the arts and i mean growing up with her her i'm not even going to say doodles because they were like she was a really good drawer maybe doodler. painter too but a, a what illustrator doodler a doodler <laughs> um she, <laughs> she really was that's her bio creative yeah. doodler yeah and I can't remember any specific piece, but I just remember going, okay, you obviously have an eye and a skill for that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I'm sure she would towards music and, and producing and engineering too, if she learned and, and dove into that. But thank you for being on the pod. Love you. And we'll see you soon. That's right. Thanks for listening, guys. Hearts and farts and cherry pop tarts. Thanks for listening to the Cuz I Have To Podcast. Find us on Instagram at Cuz I Have To Podcast. Tell your friends about the pod and share an episode on your socials. We'd love to hear from you too. Email us at Cuz I Have To Podcast at gmail.com. Keep living those dreams, friends, because you have to. Till next time. <laughs>